Welcome to the Match Fit Conditioning Podcast. Transforming over 100,000 footballers worldwide. Everything we do is aimed at enabling you to gain an edge completely by yourself without needing help from a training partner or teammates. Open yourself to doing things smarter and with more intention, focus and attention to detail than your teammates, opponents and even your coaches. Are you ready to get match fit? I want to speak to you today about being brutally honest with yourself and getting brutal honesty from from other people as well. Um, I think it's something that's, that's sort of disappearing these days because um, culture's changing a little bit and everyone thinks you know the best way is to always be positive with each other, which is um, which is fine. But it's it's kind of a blessing in disguise if you can find someone that's just going to be brutally honest with you, not not sort of um, go overboard and just start making things up. But if you can have someone that you trust who's watching you play and can be brutally honest with you before after the match, then that's really going to help your development. Um, I'll start with a story um, and something that I'll always remember. So one of my cousins is a little bit older than me um, and he's not a player anymore. He's actually head of um, head of the academy at Fleetwood Town now. Um, and basically when he was younger, between the ages of uh, about... 10 and up until sort of his early 20s he was playing for uh, Blackburn Rovers and he was always in in the England team for his respective age group so even from under 14s all the way up to under 20s um, he was always in the England team a lot of the time he was captain he was like an attacking midfielder Um, anyway I remember my dad took me to watch one of his matches I think it was England under 15s or 16s and he was playing against Italy and I think he might have even scored. I can't quite remember, but he had a decent game. Um, and we're in the players' lounge after the match, waiting for him to come back up. England won, and um, yeah, you know the players were sort of buzzing after that. And he came in and he sat down. He thought he had an all right game, and he asked his dad how he thought he played. And the answer probably wasn't the answer that he was hoping for, but it's the kind of answer which kept his feet on the ground and kept him working hard and made him realise what he needs to do to keep improving as a player and keep playing at that level and progressing. And and his dad pretty much says straight away, I think you looked really lethargic today. Um, not enough energy. And it's that sort of brutal honesty, as I say, which is going to help you go to the next level. Now, some players, the players which usually don't progress quite as far, are the ones which can't accept that sort of feedback. And... Yeah, it is. It's not necessarily. It isn't a negative feedback, but it's really valuable, and you should enjoy enjoy it and see the value when people tell you that um, something you you've done needs to be improved or isn't good enough. Because you can't watch yourself play unless you're watching yourself back on video, and even then, you're going to sort of do it with a with a bias. So, if someone else that you trust and you trust that they they know what they're talking about in terms of football, if they can give you feedback about um, one of the matches that you've had and just be really honest with you then that's going to give you a really good um, that's that's just a really good tool that you can have that not every player has that enables you to identify things that you can use to keep improving okay now as I said you should really enjoy having people that are just really being brutally honest with you because it's going to give you the things that you need to work on um, 
My dad used to do the same thing with me. I'd have a, a, a decent game, but afterwards he'd tell me, you know, this wasn't quite up to scratch. You need to work on that. And straight away, you know, during the week, you're trying to improve on that. And then the, the match the following week, you're trying to, that's one of your one of your goals that you're trying to um, show show your coach and also show the person who said it to you that you've worked on it and that has improved. And just by improving these little areas every week, that's how you become a better player because over time you're going to make these little improvements um, and you're going to become more effective on the pitch. Okay, now if you can find someone who is able to give you that that sort of honesty and you actually trust their opinion as well, that's really important, then definitely see if they can come and watch as many matches of you uh, of you playing as they can. And, you know, it's great when people obviously give you loads of praise, but that's not necessarily going to help you progress and improve as a player. It will improve your confidence, yeah, but there's there's a saying which is, um, which is you know, praise everyone and you're actually praising nobody. So if everything you always do, you're being told that it's amazing and it's great, then how do you actually know when something really is amazing? And how do you know when something actually isn't that good and someone's just saying it and you actually need to improve and work on that you know, in order to become a better player? Um, it, it's a similar thing. About 20, 30 years ago in England, there was a movement by the government um, to try and increase morale of the general population. And basically what was done was that um, in schools... In things like PE, when um, you were having a race or sports day and things like that, um, everyone was sort of given some sort of prize, even if the person came last just for taking part. And what the government basically thought that would do was increase confidence in people. So even if um, you came last or you you know, you know you didn't perform particularly well, you still got something out of it. And that basically had a, a few negative effects which weren't anticipated. The first one is that when the people who like won the race, for example, um, when they did that, because everyone was getting a prize, it sort of took something away from them. They they didn't feel a sense of achievement that they should have done um, from winning and performing well because everyone was getting something just for taking part. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that the people who weren't doing um, so well and you know weren't winning races because they were getting a prize anyway they weren't really identifying that they had they needed to work on something and they developed this delusional sense that um they were doing good things in in life in general which actually weren't that great um and it took away their desire to be able to uh, a motivation to improve as as either an athlete or as a person and identify the things that they need to work on instead of progressing they actually you know plateaued and stayed at the same level so that links back again to if you're praising everyone, you're actually praising no one. And you, you, you want that person um, watching your games and by your side, who's just going to be really brutally honest with you and tell you when things need to be improved. Because if everything you always do is brilliant, that's very nice to be around someone who's going to tell you that. But you, you're then not going to improve as a player um, as well as someone who has got has got something like that. And as I say, you need to be the type of player who enjoys being told that you've not done something well um, in order to progress. And you see lots of the top pros and, and ex-pros as well are the players that have you know, got their, their feet strongly, firmly on the ground. They never got carried away with themselves and they are able to accept criticism from people and then use that as motivation and turn it around to train with more efficiency and improve as a player. 
And you see lots of players who have setbacks who use that then as the fuel and motivation to improve as a player. Um, Frank Lampard, I think, is a good example. When he was at West Ham, even, his, even the West Ham fans, when he was a youngster, didn't rate him and they used to give him loads of abuse. Um, and he actually, instead of sort of crumbling and, and accepting that, he took it on board and he decided he was going to prove them wrong, wrong and he turned it around. And, you know, he went, he went on to be one of the most successful midfielders in the world and a really great player for England as well. So, moral of the story is, um, be a player who, who really sort of enjoys being told the things that you need to improve on. Um, even if it's, if it's no, you're not very positive, take it on the chin because it's going to help you long term. Um, and try and surround yourself with those people as much as you can because brutal honesty is really going to help you long term develop as a player. Okay, um, hope this one helps and I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Match Fit Conditioning Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with one of your teammates. To learn more about the MatchFit method and to start your training with us, visit www.matchfitconditioning.com. We'll show you how to gain an edge on the pitch at an elite level by transforming your fitness level, nutrition and mindset.